Welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium in training. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we go on our paranormal investigations, ghost hunting trips, and crossing over earthbound spirits along the way. This is Ghosties. Hello again. Oh, hello. Hello. Welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. Welcome. <laughs> um, I'm Missy. I'm Christina. And here's Logan. Do, Logan. Do, 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 do. He's over here, so if you hear a noise, I'm sorry. He's so cute. Um, This is going to be a ghost share episode. Yes. What is this? Volume 7? Volume 8? Volume, volume 7. Volume I know. Seven. Lucky number 7. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So we need much. more stories. <laughs> I know. Keep sending them. Seriously. Um, I think we're releasing this before our next episode. I think it's time to release this one, right? I think so. I think so. So, I want to go ahead and shout out to our first sponsor. Yes, Mandy. Mandy. Thank you. Mandy is such a big support. Um, a little backstory about Mandy. She actually used to work for me at my cafe. Mm-hmm. She was amazing. She did cakes. She helped me make this crazy train cake one time for Norfolk <laughs> Southern. Like it actually set up that we made railroad tracks and like there was lights on it. And I mean, it was the the train was insane. So mm-hmm. she was there with me for all that. Um, and Mandy actually would hear ghosts in the cafe sometimes. Ooh. I don't know if we told this story, but one time she came out from the back and she was like rubbing her ears. And I was like, what? And she was like, oh my God. She said she heard somebody come up in her ear and go like, like right in her ear. Oh. It was when people kept hearing, thinking they were hearing me and they weren't. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And she also worked at the pet store next door and she knows she has some you know, they have those ghost stories about over there. Yeah. Yeah. Mandy is like also like one of the sweetest people ever. Yeah. She's very sensitive to spirit also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's but she sponsored a podcast. I know. It was How like amazing. a nice fun little surprise. It was like a Christmas gift. It was. <laughs> Listen, we get pennies on the episode, so that was like yeah. That was big. I that know. That a nice little push. I know. Thank I you, agree. Mandy. Yes, we thank you, girl, you so much. You first, our first sponsor, and right that's now our right. only one. That's right. And that's fine. Our spirit VIP. Yes. <laughs> You're the one and only. That's right. Um, And I think there's the option, I believe it's through Anchor, there's like a sponsorship option. Mm-hmm. So if anybody wants to like throw us a quarter or something. Yeah. We would like to get to a place where we have a better website and with transcribed um, episodes and just all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Thank you so much, Thank Mandy. Thank you, Mandy. Yes. We appreciate you. Yes. So we have a few stories. Go share. And then you're going to tell a story of mm-hmm. your own, too. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start with yours? Sure. Okay. Um, do you want me to start with my story or the story submitted? Okay. I'm going to start with y'all's stories first. Um, so this was submitted by Anonymous. She said, My 19-year-old daughter decided that my granddaughter, her niece at four years old, um, was old enough to have a Raggedy Ann doll. No. <laughs> Annabelle. And we're done here. Right? Uh, she was old enough to have a Raggedy Ann doll. We washed her clothes cleaned up the plastic parts of the doll, and opened the battery compartment. Um, she said as soon there as I... a battery compartment? Sorry, a battery compartment? I don't know. It must have been for this particular okay, one. sorry. I don't mean to keep it. I thought the same thing, too. Yeah. Um, 
So she opened the battery compartment (laughs) (laughs) to insert uh, new batteries when the doll started crying and giggling with no batteries in it. No, see? No. Mm-hmm. Nope. The doll continued making these cute baby sounds as she was supposed to, but with batteries in. My daughter was surprised, a little bit afraid, but thrilled that her doll was moving and talking. I bet she was. Uh Uh-huh. I just dropped the doll and stood still, surprised, looking at the doll still. She then saw that the batteries were still in my hand, not in the doll, and then my granddaughter became afraid. A few days later, I pick up my granddaughter to see her carrying the doll, and I asked my daughter if she had bought a new doll, because she threw the doll in the trash. She said it wigged her out. Um, I'm just going to throw this baby doll in the trash. So a few days later, she picks up her granddaughter and she sees her carrying the doll, the very one that they had thrown in the garbage. I asked my daughter if she had bought her a new one. She said no. It was the same one we had thrown in the trash days before. Nope. Yep. Don't like that. And that reminded me of the ventriloquist doll. Yeah, yours. mm -hmm. Nope. Guys, when I was a kid, we lived in like this old farmhouse um, in Newport News that my parents were fixing up. And um, my mom had bought me this ventriloquist dummy um, to put in my room as like a decoration. And y'all, I have distinct memories of that doll moving. Like walking into my room and the doll climbing up onto my window ledge. I think you told us on the one episode, but ugh, it yeah. still creeps me out. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I know. Why? I know. Exactly. Why would your mom buy that for you? I thought I think she thought that it was amazing. Oh. Well put it in your own room. I know. <laughs> Go let the guests see it in the hallway. Right. Rude. I know. Um, And then my next story is from Sandy. Sandy says, I worked in a hospital as a housekeeper. I usually worked nights, which isn't a problem for me. My area is pretty pretty empty of people. It has two procedure rooms in it with patients uh, and holding rooms across the hall. The other night, I was chilling on my phone in front of the holding room three, and I thought I was alone until I started hearing typing coming from inside the room. Oh, no. Uh-huh. I got a little nervous because it had been a slow night, and I was still kind of procrastinating. But, you know, you don't want to get caught per- procrastinating at your work. So I shot up out of my seat, fully expecting to see someone in the room, and there was no one in there. I know this story. Really? I'm sorry. This is weird. Oh. <laughs> um, she said... I looked everywhere for someone who was typing, but again, I could find no one. So I go back to my seat, and after a few minutes, I start hearing the typing again. So I started walking into the room again, and it stopped as soon as I hit the door frame. I think it might have been electrical, so I again uh, push it off. As soon as I turn my back to the door, I hear the keyboard start going crazy, like a little kid smashing on keys. I take off out the next night there was no cases since the weekend so there was no patients in the rooms i mustered up the courage to check out uh to check out what the password box uh sorry guys i lost my place all of a sudden it said i mustered the courage to check it out and the password box on the login screen of the computer had a miles worth long of o's on it Mm. like someone had been pressing the button I wish there was a way to view what the inputs were, but it sure did scare me to death. Oh, yeah. And I had something similar happen to me um, when I worked at uh, my last work. Um, I worked in an ophthalmology office, and we had a surgical suite in there. 
And I was sitting in the doctor's office on this particular day working on uh, charts. And I hear what sounds like we had a surgical tray that could roll along the floor. And it made this rattling noise on the top of the actual tray when someone would rattle it and push it on the floor. So I'm sitting in the office and all of a sudden I hear what sounds like the surgical tray being pushed along the floor it was making that banging noise. And I had just set up a procedure on that surgical tray. So I was like, who the heck is touching my surgical tray? It's sterile. No one should be touching it. Why are they messing with it? So I walked into the surgical suite. Nothing in there. Nobody in there. Surgical oh. tray still where it was supposed to be. No. And it happened a couple more times. I would go back and sit down. A few more minutes later, I'd hear it run along the floor again. And I would creep up onto the room thinking that I was going to catch somebody in there. Nobody in there. No. That place was horribly haunted. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Nope, don't like that. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's just Missy doing this recording because, of course, in true Ghosties fashion, Christina and I recorded and half of my, I guess, stories disappeared. Um, we were recording a Ghost Share episode and another episode on the Ouija board. And of course we had some weirdness, so I have come back on all by my lonesome to share my stories. Um, so yeah, I have three stories now. I only had two, but I've got another one in the meantime. So here's one. And the first one, I apologize if I'm saying the name wrong. I believe it's Terrell. T-E-R-R-I-L-L. And Terrell says, I have seen and heard spirits all of my life, so I have lots of stories. While I was in nursing school, I had a patient code. As the CNA, I would stand outside the room to run and get whatever they needed. While they are giving him CPR, I look and his spirit was standing next to me and he was laughing at them trying to get him back. I said, it's not funny, and realized that people could hear me. After a minute or two, I saw him get sucked into his room. It looked like cartoon characters getting sucked into a vacuum. I said, oh, they got him back. At that moment, the nurse doing the CPR said, we have a blood pressure. Well, he ended up dying later that night, but I knew he was ready to go. One day, last summer, we were driving down the road. It was maybe 95 degrees, and I saw a man standing by the road in what looked like a heavy coat, and I swear he had a stick in his hand at the time. I thought it was a weed eater. I said to my daughter, I don't know what to say about that man's outfit. I really wasn't trying to judge. She said, there was no one standing beside the road. Having her tell me this many times, I just looked in the rearview mirror, and sure enough, there was no one there. I am certain now that I saw the angel of death. Another story was I was standing in the daylight at a cemetery when I heard giggling and I turned around to see really beautiful ladies dressed entirely in clothes from the 19th century looking at me and giggling. As soon as they realized that I could see them, they disappeared and I said, how rude. Thank you so much for those stories. Those were so creepy. Um, in case you guys can hear, I'm actually recording outside. It's 9.30 at night and I <laughs> there's a thunderstorm coming in, so of course I'm going to scare myself being out here, but here we go. Alright, so the next story I have actually goes along with our Ouija episode, but I wasn't able to get permission to share it in time, so I'm going to share it now. And this person has asked that I do not share their name. So, she says, I have seen some posts about Ouija boards, and I would like to tell my one and only experience with one. 
My sister-in-law and I were playing with a board that they had, probably belonging to their kids. My brother had just gone into a partnership in an electrical business, and my sister-in-law was talking about the future of the business, like it was going to be successful, etc. Well, the board wasn't really doing anything, then all of a sudden it zipped out the word death. That was enough to scare us into stopping with it. She put the board in the storage room outside of her house, and nothing happened for quite some time. His business was profitable and normal until one day his secretary was killed in a bizarre accident. Then one of his partners had a heart attack and died. His other partner didn't want to continue the business, so they sold it. That partner got cancer and died. Then his wife got cancer and died. My brother retired, had a stroke, and developed some form of cancer and died. All of this could have been normal life events, but I can't forget the Ouija board session, and I wish we had never done it. That is so insane. Thank you so much for letting me share that story. Um, Jeez, I can't even imagine. I have one last set of stories, and this is from Danny. And Danny kind of gave me a compilation of different things that have happened in his home. A brief history of his home. They moved into this 150-year-old house in 2002. It was built in um, 1870. Their kids were aged 5 and 16 at the time. Their, his granddaughter, who was born in 2009, was 4 when the ghost issues first started occurring, occurring around 2013. Um, so they fixed this bedroom upstairs for her, and they put her to bed one night. This is his granddaughter. And she came down and told, us, told them that a little boy was pulling her toes in bed. Ever since that, she would not go upstairs by herself. And now, even at age 12, she won't go up by herself, much less go back into that bedroom. Also, they were in the house alone one day, and I guess he had to go to the, Danny had to go to the bathroom, and when he came out, she was sitting in the driveway. She was like six years old at the time. She just would not stay in that house by herself. That's how scared she was of whatever this was. There was also, let's see, sorry, let me scroll for a minute, guys. Um, do, 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 do. They also have dogs that see stuff in the doorways there. Um, the dogs would just kind of look up and stare, and people would go, what are they staring at? And, you know, and, and dogs and, and animals sense a lot of things also. So their boxer and their uh, pit would see things. There was also a time um, when I – let me pull this story up. I'm sorry. Bear with me. There's several stories that go along with this. Someone – I think he went to the store or something – and his daughter or daughter-in-law was at the house, and they said while he was gone that they heard a baby cry out in the house. Well, there is no baby that lives in that house. So, so crazy. Danny, thank you so much for sharing your stories. Um, and as long as it doesn't bother you, that's awesome. But I would cleanse my house for sure. <laughs> Thanks so much for these stories, guys. <laughs>